Blog Talk Radio. BlogTalkRadio.com. Word of Life is based on John 10.10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetta, coming to you from Gladwin, and my co-host Ella is here, coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to wordalive612 at gmail.com. And that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us 24-7 here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast Word Alive at iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646 3780538 and if you are online listening uh scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room god bless and enjoy well hello everybody this is Renetta one of the co-hosts here at Word Alive and today is August the 29th 2015 uh once again i just like to say we are so happy that you joined the broadcast with us today and uh our lesson today will come from our other co-host, Ella. How are you tonight, Ella? I am blessed and highly favored. Thank the amen, Lord. Amen, amen. Well, we want to invite you all to call a friend to join us tonight. And if you would like to join in uh, and have words with us live, just call in. And uh, we'll let you know when you can have something to say. And Ella, take it away. Well, praise the Lord. It is good to be in the presence of the Lord and his people. How are you tonight, sister? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thank the Lord. Amen, amen. Last week, we uh, embraced, just began an introduction to God's love and what that means to us. Many times uh, we talked about loving God. And tonight we're going to 
just recap a little bit about loving God. But we're going to talk about God's love tonight. Uh, as we talked about last night, God's love, it just gives us a place of absolute confidence when we love God, when we have been partakers of that love for him as he loves us, and we we come to love him, and in our loving him, his word and the life that's in his word transforms us. It transforms our thinking. It transforms our attitude, our behaviors, uh, loving our neighbor. We talked about that last last week. These are the transformations of an emotion that is God. The scripture says that for God is love. And if anyone loves, it is of God. And, you know, we talked about loving our neighbor as ourselves. And many times, we're going to touch just a little bit on the recap and, and come over some things that we didn't touch on. Uh, many times, people love other people more than they love themselves. Now, that is a real distortion of God's love and what God means for his love. It is a trick and a lie of Satan that causes us to believe that God meant when he said loving our neighbor. But it says, as thyself. Many people have been damaged and uh, hurt and harmed and have taken love to be something that is for us to give to somebody else and, and not love ourselves. Many people today are bruised and damaged because they they have become a victim and as victims it is very difficult to find that love for oneself victim of many many behaviors of other people and distortions of what that means in our lives and tonight we want to touch just a little bit on that uh, before we go into God's love. Um, when children will give up, they're just so free-hearted, they give everything. And uh, just have a real distorted view of what love is. They're buying love. They're they're sacrificing themselves for the attention that that they need that is truly theirs, but they haven't got it, and that's their way of receiving love. If I do this, they will like me. If I let him let this kid just pound on me so he can be the hero, 
then he'll like me. I'll just let him beat me up. I seen little boys at the at my great grandson's schoolyard, and this little kid would just abuse this other child, and the teacher would would get after him about that. He said, oh, "It's all right. It didn't hurt me. I'm okay. That's my friend. He likes me." So there are distortions. Women that are battered and 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 beaten. The distortion is, well, he loves me. They have this painful view of if he didn't love me he wouldn't he wouldn't pay me no attention. That is a love that has never been really healed and manifested in that person's lives. Love is of God. And as we learn to accept God's love, we have these distorted perceptions of what love is. Uh, I know people that would take the food off of their table and take it to the pastor so that God would bless them. Pastor had plenty of food. He didn't ask for this. It's people that want the attention, and that's a distortion. Uh, Adults that can never find that satisfaction in being sensitive to the voice of God. When the voice of God speaks to us and says, hmm, go by and see Sister Jane. And as you get ready to go by, you think about, hmm, you know, didn't eat all that meatloaf last night. Maybe I ought to take it by and, and just see how, you know, maybe she might want it. Go by there and forget the meat loafers in the car because that was not my intention to go over there. My intention was to, to see her in fellowship and love on her. And because we love one another, it isn't about fanfare. It isn't about show. It isn't about see what I did. It is just an act of obedience to the power and the force and the energy of God's love. Love constrains us to do, put in our heart the things that we know that we belong to God because of his love. His love just absolutely takes a special place in our heart. And that causes us to do things. And going back and you seeing people that are, have a distorted view of God's love. And we do our best to heal them and let them know that, you know, it is okay to be a receptacle of God's love. That's how we love one another and love people out of these painful and distorted lies that Satan has put in their hearts. It comes from many, many things that, to have an adult foster home and and to see adults that have been abused and it is just most 
horrific the thing that people tell their story of what they've been through. And it's all because not knowing of God's love, not having an intimate experience of God's love. No matter what people have been through, God's love makes it whole. God gives us back all that that we that was stolen, that was taken back. He gives us back it. He gives us gives it to where we can receive. When people cannot receive and they're always the giver, that's a distortion. Because God's love he just teaches us to to be comfortable with, with be in love. Just be comfortable. And I want us to really look at the very truth of receiving God's love. I was studying this week and as I was pondering the scriptures and the the scriptures in Deuteronomy says, with love and kindness have I drawn you. So people that are always given are trying to do what God does. They're trying to draw folks to like them, draw them into their heart. And that's what God does to us, to draw us into his heart. As we're drawn into his heart, then we then become such a carrier that we experience that love that is overwhelming. In Deuteronomy, no, sorry, it's Jeremiah 31 and 3. Try to get some scriptures for you this time, sister. In Jeremiah, telling Israel, and we all know that God loved Israel, right? Let me find Jeremiah here. Sister, can you find Jeremiah for me? I am I'm having trouble seeing out of these new Okay, I will. Hold on. Jeremiah 1 and 3? Hello? Jeremiah 31 and 3. All right. I apologize for this radio audience. I got it. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Want me to keep going? Nope, just that one there. Uh, God is talking to uh, the people of Israel and how he is 
they're in the restoration process. And uh, the people of God needed to really feel the comfort of God. You know, uh, in in this whole process here, at the same time, says he the Lord, will I, I be the God of all the families of Israel, and you shall be my people, thus saith the Lord. The people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness. Yet Israel, even Israel, when I went, even Israel, when I went to come here to cause him to rest, the Lord hath appeared unto appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. I'm trying to see who God he's talking to here. I forgot to write that down. Is oh, you're speaking to Jeremiah. Many times God has to remind us that He loves us, that we're not by ourselves. And the love of God that passes understanding don't make sense that God would love us after uh, the sinful lives that we have lived in the past. While we were yet in our sins, God loved us. God drew us with his everlasting love. I can remember when God drew me, I was in the midst of of deep, painful quandary, and I would walk the streets. We didn't even have street lights at that time, and I would walk the streets and just cry and not really understand what I was in such pain for. But the pain came from my my heart resisting the love for God and trying to break through and be a receptacle because that everlasting love. I remember when I was eight years old and, and God made a special place for himself in my heart that that I carry today. As a child, I had learned God's love. And in our loving God and receiving God, we must have that two-way street. And love is not not just something that we do. Love causes us, not not that we just receive, but love, love causes us to maintain certain levels of tenderness, of kindness, of, of the attribute God is. And we have experience and we have this, awesome glimpse of how amazing God is when his love just overshadows us, things that we're not worthy of. He loves us, and his love just makes us hope. It makes us desirous of the good things of this earth. 
when I say the good things of this earth, is to be kind to one another. It is to follow what God has laid out for us as directions. And in the midst of much of our pain and suffering, it's God's love that takes us through it. Those glimpses that we come to recognize that, boy, God is doing this thing for me. We have to recognize what God is doing that makes us embrace him and be grateful. That makes us receive him. We become a receptacle of God's love. And as a receptacle of God's love, we then have the ability to accept God and take on Christ as our Savior and, bring, and then bring ourselves to that place of awesome submission where the Holy Spirit of God is able to mess with our mind, our thought process, our desires. The Spirit of God absolutely takes his special place in our lives. And then we learn how to give ourselves over to this presence. We yield to him. We yield to the Spirit of God. And in the Spirit of God, we accept God. We hear him. We we love him. We Amen. Through the life of the Spirit of God that comes in by his love, that love causes us to be broken. In our brokenness. We learn to receive God. That gives us past our self righteousness. It gives us past the point of what I do this, and I do this, and I preach like this, and I go to do this, and I, 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 I. But it gives us past the spirit and the presence of God, His love, not what we do, it's what we become. We become so great. We become so thankful that we take care of our brother. We take care of our neighbor. We care about them enough to say, God, help them. There may not be anything we can do physically, but when we can be so involved in, in our, our neighbors and our other people's lives that we invite the spirit and the presence of God to go into that situation and to break and destroy the work of evil one. And we just wrestle with that situation. But somebody prayed for us. Somebody prayed for you and I. And it isn't a thing that where we can say, well, yes, it's I, I prayed and God did that. Oh, but it is God's love that constrains us for his love and his kindness that drew us. And the more we are aware of that, the more we take on that charge before God. Lord, you live in me. 
do the same for my sister, my brother, my neighbor, my friend, Lord. That stranger, that person on the street, whatever the situation, the circumstances, we hold, take our position in Christ through the Holy Spirit and that love for one another. It just pours out. Sometimes I walk down the street and I see somebody homeless. And I I must, it's a must that I take eye contact if they will do that. And if they don't give me eye contact, I, I speak to them and smile and say, have a good day. But it's important that we touch one another with God's love. Amen. He has manifested himself to us in such a way that we can pour it out to somebody else. We absolutely, God lives and moves and have our being inside of us. It's God. That love. And we're going to need it this time. In many countries, I'm having trouble hearing you. Our government needs healing. Can you hear that? Just a minute. I did, then you went out again. Can you hear me now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got about four minutes. God's love for yourself to cause us to manifest Him. It's manifestation of Him is what brings God's presence in the lives of others. Just like somebody prayed for us, we pray for others. So God's love, for it is. For it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Sister Renetta, would you pray for our radio audience tonight? Father God, we come before you first giving thanks unto you, O God, for this great love that Sister Ella is talking about tonight. Father God, may our audience and may our audience accept Experience this love. Those that have already experienced it, may they experience it at a deeper level. Mm. And those that have never experienced, Father God, may Mm. they experience your love. Impact them with your love. Set people in their lives to plant and to water so that you can affect them with your love, so that you can pour your love out on them, so that they it can be made known to them. They can be introduced to your love through your son, Jesus Christ. But we know that Jesus is the way to you. Introduce yes. them to the way to you, and may they, may they choose to walk that path to enter into your love and counter your love because we know that it's life-transforming to encounter your love. 
enable them to receive your love. So many people have been so abused in this life that we live in. They have a very hard time receiving your love. And as Sister Ellis say, if they can't receive it, how can they give out what hasn't been poured into them first? And, God, we trust you that you are able to do this because we know that you've done it for us. And in Jesus' name, we thank you for your impact of love this week upon these people and upon those who may not even have heard this broadcast. Continue to encounter people with your love throughout the world, oh God. Yes, God. And we invite each and every one of you to come back again next week at 11 p.m. Now, this is part two of Sister Ella's series, The Love of God uh, and Gratitude, Love and Gratitude, Progressing in God through Love and Gratitude. So go back into the archives, just log in online to blogtalkradio.com forward slash word alive and listen to last week's broadcast. And we have many other broadcasts you can listen to as well. And again, invite a friend because this um, this word alive will grow as you invite someone else. We thank you so kindly for being a part of our audience. God bless. Good night, all. Good night.